guys, welcome to another episode of 5S to Love. You know, as women, we often think the idea, the concept behind being in a relationship and a man mentioning the word submissive can sometimes be offensive. And I don't know whether it's the man that's saying it to you that makes you feel offended or put off by it, or it's just the idea of being submissive to a man. But then when I talk to men, it's more of an idea of, are we protecting them? And I don't think it's more submissiveness. Maybe it's protection. So we're going to have that real conversation tonight because so many women are concerned about what men and how they interpret that concept. That's like a real conversation. I don't know. You guys see my reaction about being submissive. So real talk. So tonight, you know, our men's roundtable, and I call it the men's roundtable sometimes because I feel like we should be sitting at a roundtable, but it's real talk with men. And here we have Brian and we have Galen. And hi, guys. How are you? I'm uh, doing well. How about yourself? Hey. <laughs> Listen, I'm so excited. Just to let you guys know, Cedric's going to be joining us late. It is his birthday. So when he gets on, we're going to do a little shout out to Cedric, but he's still going to pop on for us. And I'm just so excited. So you know this conversation, and, and I know you guys have probably gotten it numerous times before, where women are deeply concerned. And I know for you, Galen, especially with you doing a lot of counseling and coaching with people as it relates to relationships, um, you guys have seen me and how put off I am. (laughs) 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 We already know how I feel about it, but you know, I can only say concern so I don't know, what's what's your thoughts when it comes to um, the whole thing of what does uh, submission mean to you? When you ask a woman to submit, what does that look like for you? Like, what is that overall? And Brian, I'll start with you. What does that look like? I mean, for me, like mm-hmm. the submissiveness, that word itself, tell the woman that I want you to submit to me. That's a scary word to a woman. Um, if she's been through some things and the man didn't have his junk together and he wanted her to submit to her, yeah, you just said it to her off on the offset, she ain't gonna do it. But somebody who got the stuff together, responsible, um, dots the eyes, cross the T's, takes care of business. Um, I'll use from the biblical a man that I, we as I submit to the Lord, as I submit to the Lord, a woman's willing to submit to me. But if I'm one of them crazy knuckleheads just spending money doing this not caring about anything i shouldn't expect a woman to want to submit to me right and that's how i look at it and i wouldn't expect any woman in her right mind to submit to submit to any man who ain't taking care of what he need to do he was not taking care of his business not responsible who doesn't um do what he needs to do i was expecting him to do that hmm so what about you galen um i don't use that type of language um, just in general, I understand the context of um, biblical culture, obviously being a minister for so many years and mm-hmm. being a teacher of religion in the Bible for 25 years. However, I do think that um, words are taken out of, um, we use scripture out of cultural context. And in cultural context, biblical times, women were considered property of men. So that's why uh, men, you had to go to a father, pay for his daughter to become your bride. Then she became your property. That context is not necessarily the context of now. You know, women owning property, women actually working, women being fully educated and things of that nature was not necessarily the conversation. So, um, you know, you know, as a married guy, I didn't go to my wife. So you got to submit to me. I mean, I think first of all, you know, um, the word submit, I think one of the things we need to recognize is what does it mean? Just right. based on the dictionary, mm-hmm. it means to accept or yield to a superior force or to the authority or will of another person. Mm-hmm. Now, in a more modern context, a spouse is, is more of a teammate outside of the other context. Obviously, right. I'm not talking about the spiritual dynamics. I'm talking about just from the standpoint of a partner. Maybe that's a better word. Okay. That is, and in, in partnerships, there can be people who do certain things better than others. Like there might be somebody who might be more organized, somebody who might be better with money, who might be better at certain things. Hopefully a relationship complements each other. You know, if you have somebody that complements you, then you can build and create 
the marriage and the life you desire. But right. Just to say, because I'm a man, you got to listen to what I say. Mm -hmm. It's a ridiculous term. No more if it was right. a woman saying the same thing. And I agree. Not to mention that, uh, not to also to mention that I think that this is utilized many times in, okay, I'm just going to say it because I'm, I, I, there's no way for me to filter this. In religious circles, mm -hmm. um, when men don't necessarily feel as though that they have mm -hmm. uh, power in, in, in the workplace, mm -hmm. that power is being exercised at home differently. So mm -hmm. you, know, you might be the low man on the totem pole, but when you go into your religious settings, when you right. go into your home settings, um, this mindset of, you know, I'm in charge, I'm the king, I'm the this, I'm the that, uh, I'm the big wig, uh, can sometimes uh, be emphasized and enhanced when you're not as accomplished right. uh, um, in the outer world. Right. You know, guys like Brian and me, we don't need to tell anybody to do anything because we're confident in who we are. So I you agree. go on the roll with me because I know what I'm doing. Exactly. You, you go on the road. There you go. Uh, you know, Anissa said it right there. A man, a man must make a woman feel secure before she will submit to him. Yeah. And I'm 100% right. in agreement with that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just one of those things to where what ends up happening is if you ha are handling your business. Uh -huh. It automatately people will, people will Let me use a different word. People will acquiesce. People exactly. will follow your leadership yeah, exactly. when you are a leader and you're yeah. handling your business. Okay, but Galen, this is a question now. You get so many guys, and, and I've dated guys who, um, that's the first thing, well, I, you're the kind of woman I know that won't submit. And I said, well, I'm sorry, what do you mean? Like, I'm not understanding what you're saying to me. Am I supposed to bow down and wash your feet when you walk in the door? Like, I'm not understanding. What do you mean I'm not the type of woman to submit? But to your point and to uh, to Anissa's point, if you're the guy that comes in and you've got your stuff together, that's not even a question. It's just going to happen naturally that I am going to begin to respond to you a certain way. Right. But that's mm -hmm. what my concern is. Why is it that men automatically like their interpretation? And that's where we're going to. That's actually one of one of the questions is is um is basically this do you think black men communicate being submissive a woman being submissive in a controlling way um i don't want to speak because black men in general now, i'm not saying all black men i'm saying black men in general when they do communicate it does come off that way well, i mean because well, i've had white think, guys talk about it and they don't they never bring it up well i think the the difference is um first of all the background of the black guy if a black man comes from a more uh traditional uh conservative christian background where that language mm -hmm. is used then that might be the context in through which they function that's one level then you just have guys that just want to control women that that's a that has nothing to do with religion it has nothing to do with god it has nothing to do with anything that's righteous it's just how much can i get away with Exactly. And I just let Brian jump in from there. And also, a man like that. I mean, Christine, you. Who, who, I think what Cedric said, you have that masculine energy. In other words, you <laughs> tell them straight. You tell them straight out what the deal is. And wow. you, you, you. A man that's not confident in himself, he's gonna be scared of you. He's gonna be afraid of you. He's gonna be intimidated. Well, could so be. He, that's why some of them come out and say, um, "You don't like the kind of woman to submit." The first of all, they're they're not confident themselves. And look at you carrying yourself in such a confident and um, confident manner. They can scare you from the jump. From the words come out your mouth, they're like, "Ooh, mm, maybe she won't submit because they're not confident themselves. They're not doing what they need to do." And you'll find that things out in conversation as you talk to them. I mean, well, they'll make it. And I agree with you. I just think sometimes it comes from a place of insecurity. And and to Galen's point, if you don't have that type of control or that level. Um, or position that you want outside of home, then you come home, you want that, then to me, there's a better way of communicating because you're missing out on a lot of good women. And the thing is, we're going to talk about this later about a comment that Kevin Samuels made on his podcast. It's like the talk of the town and it has black women in an uproar. And we've talked about this on the show briefly, but I want to go into some more detail about it. But it's in relation to that. 
it was kind of wrapped up in that concept that black women are not submissive. And I'm just saying, I'm not getting that part. Like what does, what are men truly saying? No, well, well, I think what some guys are saying is that some of the encounters they have with women tend to be more confrontational. So sometimes people don't use the right language, the right words for what they really mean. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, there is a there is an aspect of I'm a guy. Do you really want to deal with a lady that has hyper masculine energy? Most guys would say no. Uh, but then there's the issue of of confrontation. Okay. Okay. So um, you know, as as I you've heard me say this many times, Christine. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have bottom lines, non negotiables. What yeah. are your non negotiables? Mm-hmm. But then after that, you have to have some flexibility mm-hmm. in your communication and and. And you know wants and things of that nature. Like, okay, what are my bottom lines? What do I have to have, and what definitely doesn't work? And get very clear, crystal clear about those things. Once you get crystal clear about those things, then you can start talking about uh, what's workable and what's not workable. And for many guys, um, the idea of everything being a confrontation, everything being an argument, everything blowing up. Right. Nothing ever being finished or wrapped up or completed uh, is problematic. So, you know. Uh, but you but know. the Galen, but let me ask you a question. In in that type of dynamic, it's two people being, how can I say, combative. A woman can't argue with herself, and a man can't argue with the, with himself. I uh, mean, people, that's people, concern. people can argue by themselves. I mean, they can, you but for the most part, you know. And I get, and you're right. People can't argue with themselves. But one of the things that deeply concerns me is that if you, it's, it's like if you disagree at all, period, with the person, they feel that you're combative. It could be on the smallest thing, the most minute thing, but maybe you just don't agree with them. So that's yeah. what I mean. And they'll say, well, that's the reason why I don't want to be with you because you're not submissive because I disagreed with you. And that's well, where I'm well, saying, well, I don't, well, I don't well, how well. is that being communicated? Well I, well, I think everything can be theoretical because, you know, mm-hmm. these type of, you know, Kevin Samuel type quotes, they're, you know, they can be theoretical unless they apply to real life situations. Right. The, the issue comes into play is we all know that communication is not just verbal. It's how you yep. use your voice. It's mm-hmm. how you use your body language, your eyes, right. uh, you know, you, you know, the, you know, when I raise up my energy matters in my communication. Right. And sometimes. Uh, whether it's male or female, a person will say, "All I said was this," but how did yep. you say it? Exactly. What was the energy that carried? It matters because those things matter. They do. Mm-hmm. And then people like to play the saint when they blow up the spot. <laughs> say that again when they blow up the spot. Yeah, they blow up, <laughs> blow it up. Exactly. Okay. And and I used to tell I used to tell people this all the time. If you can't. Put the clothes back neatly in the suitcase. Don't take the clothes out. Oh so what ends up happening like is people want to communicate, yet you know they want to deal with all the stuff on the table. Let's throw all these emotional issues, mm-hmm. and they don't know how to engage in conversations that require nuance without being triggered. Okay. So, I agree so in other words, those people need to go get in therapy. Okay, but you know what? That's another issue within itself. So before I give my comment, Anissa says, I agree with Galen. Some men overcompensate for their powerlessness out of out in the world by being controlling at home. And I'm going to tell you, that's one thing that I think that costs, crosses all demographics. It's not whether you're, you're, you know, white, black, Latino, whatever it is, that men do feel that they feel empowered. And and they feel like if I'm not at a certain level outside of the home, I'm expecting a certain level of respect at home. But my thing is, why does it have to be the fault or the weight? The woman has to bear the weight of that. Why can't we just simply, and, and that's the whole thing to your point, you may need to go see a therapist or talk to somebody, a coach or somebody, because I think that's where a lot of problems lie. And, you well, know, especially well, when that dynamics now is changing with well, a lot of women out in the workforce. You kept not now my thought process left me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my, I think one of the things that we just have to be mindful of is when people are dealing with relationships in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, relationships aren't just two people getting together. They're the, it's the clashing, right? And, and hopefully, then the the harmony of two different cultural contexts 
In other right. words, you have a way of, of being, upbringing, background, past, mm -hmm. and the other person does too. And then after Luther Vandross and Whitney Houston stopped singing, now you got to deal with that. And how do you integrate it? Because, honey, Luther, they can bring it to get together, can't they? Yeah, You'll be you know, in love but, as long as that song is on. Some people <laughs> just need to pipe it through their houses. She said, while the song is on. As long as that song is on, a house is not a home. You look at it like, you know what I mean? And, and, and you got your little love track. Some people just need to pipe music throughout their house. And, you know, one of the things, you know, uh, we talk all the time, Brian, about different situations and as it relates to relationships. But my my biggest concern is that women are starting to feel as if they can't speak. And, and if they voice an opinion, it's going to be taken in a negative way if it's not in alignment with that man. I mean, what's your perspective on that? And that's like I felt that way a couple of times where I could I felt like I couldn't speak my mind. That is. And you know that's hard for me not to speak my mind. So it's tough. It was a tough situation. <laughs> so what's your thoughts on that? When women feel like they can't say what they want to say. I mean, it all goes back to um that man being mature, able to have mm -hmm. a dialogue. I mean, a conversation is two people. You hear me, I hear you. Being like like Galen said, your body language, your voice, your posture, everything matters when you come to communicate. You could I start crossing my arm, you start talking like this. Yes. What am I saying? I'm closed off. I don't hear what you got to say. And all those different gestures matter in being mature. Like, remember the very first show when I was in Hawaii? It's all about whether that person's mature or not. If there's someone mm -hmm. who had their way, was giving everything, was in this kid, were, were allowed to just do whatever they want to do, or, or they saw that father treating their mother a certain kind right. of way, that's what they know. They were they, And that's all they know. My dad yelled at my wife, so I'm going to yell at mine. She didn't listen. She bowed down to my father, so she, my wife gonna bow down to mine. I mean, it's it's about being mature, but mm -hmm. the a lot of women would feel that way if a man comes out to what I don't want you to talk. I don't want you to say what you have to say. I mean, what woman would close her doors or close put walls up and not want to speak or feel like what she says doesn't matter? I mean, a man would feel the same. Way. I don't think I don't think anyone wants to be in that type of relationship. So my question to you guys is. Why do you think women um, push back on the idea of being submissive? Why do you think they do that? Be, be, because, like me. Because Why no do you think I push being, back? <laughs> because no human being owns another human being. That's right. So, so a person should push back from the concept of being submissive. Okay. The issue is not submission, again. And, and just to put Kevin Samuels in context, Kevin Samuels' dynamic is he's talking about high-end men, high earners, all right, who are saying, I'm the pick of the litter, therefore I get to have the pick of the litter. And these women are saying, I deserve to get a Kevin Samuel. I'm not Kevin, uh, uh, not a Kevin Samuel. They want, they want the millionaire guy. And Kevin Samuel was like, well, what do you bring to the table? So that's part of the conversation he's having. When you're dealing with people that are normally peer-to-peer, uh, you know, it's hard to say, okay, let 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 me um, you know, maybe take a backseat a little bit just to let this person do what they need to do because I know they're gonna handle their business. I'm giving an example. LeBron James's wife. Right. They met in high school. Mm -hmm. They dated. He married her early. You don't see her in the news doing the Jada Smith oh, no. or Will Smith oh, thing. She plays, she does her she okay. plays her role very well. You know, she she's in her lane and she's happy in her lane. She LeBron is. handles the business. LeBron brings the home, brings home the bacon. He, she, she, she's a loving wife, supportive wife. He praises her. She, she's given him three wonderful children. Everything is good. Whereas then you have some people who are married to these high-profile guys. You know, Jada Smith is just an example of what's going on now, but she's right. not the only one that. Um, from my perspective, well, she was she was already out there before she met him. So you're taking two mm -hmm. people who were out there. I yeah. mean, that's a different dynamic. And just before you go any further, Galen, so are you saying that when a person has money, that's okay for a woman for no, them to no. expect a woman to be submissive? No, what, no, no. What what I am saying is this. No, no, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it at all. What I am saying is, if you watch history, this has nothing yeah. to do with Galen McDowell's opinion, because it's not mm -hmm. about my opinion. If you watch history, 
somehow, some way, women tend to put up with more when a man has more. And mm-hmm. that's okay, you know, so you know, you know, comedians joke about this. The Martin Lawrence's and the Eddie Murphy's yeah. through the years joked about, you know, you know, Johnny Carson having 300 million and the woman having 300. It's so you tend to see. Um, That's what my problem is. Society tends oh, to be okay with that. Okay, no, no, no. So, so you can't say society. Mm-hmm. Why can't when I? women are making choices. No, women are making choices because in their minds. And again, let me just say this. Okay, so, you. so if you, so, so Christine, so are you saying that they're not women mm-hmm. who are trying, striving, attempting to get a a high earning man, so they don't have to work. So they don't have I, to go I out be clear. Things, so I they don't be have clear. to. So they don't have to clean the house. That they can have made. I, okay. I want to be clear right now. There are women fighting over guys that work at General Motors in the place right. so they can stay okay. at home. So you know they're going to high earner. Right. So you know they're going to fight over the Good high job. earning. Good they're job. They're supposed to have a job. So, so, so my point is this: that's a choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. And but is it a choice? Those, that, but what I'm saying is, Galen, that small group of women. It's not small. It's not in any way. It's a large group. No, what it's I'm not saying, small. No, it's not. It's that's the problem. Group. It's not. It's not. That's where the that's where the misunderstanding is for us as women. It's not a large population. Those women. They look large because it's the same women trying to repeat the same thing. How many men in Hollywood have been married to the same woman? We're gonna keep it real. They're all basically cycling the same women now, around. Now, now that might be perception, but out of all the people in Hollywood, you can name I'm sorry, 10 Eddie people. Murphy's wife has been hooked up with how many people? Okay, but that's an anomaly. <laughs> she, she's now with an NFL player. She was with him. Okay, then we're going to go over to what's my boy, Babyface's wife. That was Babyface's wife first. Okay. Then she was with Eddie, okay. now she's with an NFL player. So to me, is she a hoe? Or no, is she a woman that no, just, but she no, got money in her own right. No, no, but she's dating at her level. No, forget dating at her level. She's dating at her own level. She's recycling herself. She's not gonna marry the fattest guy. She's, she's, she's dating at her level. You don't, you don't, you don't marry Eddie Murphy, get divorced from Eddie Murphy, and then go go uh, marry the guy who cuts grass at the local elementary you school. You don't have to marry the guy to cut grass. And I'm not saying that's a bad job. They get paid, actually. You'd be surprised when landscapers get paid. But I know my, they my, do. my point is it's not profile. But it's not about... it's so, Okay, there you go. That means she's being a slave to the idea of being under a certain profile or attached to a certain person. So to me, that type of woman, I'm not in that group. I don't have to be attached to a certain type of man. But the thing is, is that it seems to me you guys will allow... You will compare, and this is what happens in our world. You've got women who are out there working every day, running their own companies, taking care of their business, or not running their own companies and taking care of their business. And you will compare me to, I'd rather have the girl at the drive through window because I'm not going to have any problems out of her because she don't need to have money. She just needs to listen and do what I ask her to do. See, that's wrong for me, for you to compare me to her. I'm a different caliber woman. So that's where our confusion is, is that you all will, do, it feels, it feels degrading to us that you feel like, oh, like, like um, Eric made a comment. We didn't ask you all to go to school and get those degrees and do all of that. And I'm like, so what are we supposed to do? Hop around and wait for some man to pick us up and take care of us? I mean, just, that's what we're not understanding that dynamics. We go, we do, what we have to do to be successful. And then we get slapped around in the face and you choose Susie Q who's never worked a day in her life. Because you want her to be dependent on you. So is it you want her to be dependent on you? You want her to be submissive? You don't want to have a way out? Like, what is that about? Why do you why do men tend to choose women like that? Whether you're whether you have money or not. Uh, okay, so okay, real talk. Real talk. That's what we want to know. Okay. Men like attention. People say women like attention. Men like attention. Men tend to trend towards women who give them the attention that they desire. Whether they now, if I'm just being real, I mean, if if you go back and just think about it, mm-hmm. um, I was talking, I was talking to some friends of mine when, when they um, had friends that were basketball players at University of Illinois. Okay, Somebody, I'm not going to mention any names. <laughs> some of these guys made the NBA, right? And um, they were always. Um, you know, it was it was a group of 
and I don't want to get into the racial thing, but this was a, was a racial conversation. Mm -hmm. The conversation came up was, uh, <clears throat> you know, why are these uh, Caucasian white women all over these NBA players? Yeah. Uh, um, you know, you know, they're, you know, I, I, I know of a player who, you know, she was, she, she had locked, she had locked in. She was like, okay, I'm helping him with his homework, pass these tests. I'm gonna make sure, you know, his, his, his dorm room is good. His whatever needs to be happening. And when it came time to go to the NBA, guess who he carried with him? Her. The person who gave him attention. Now, People say, well, that's a white and black thing. I said, it might be a white and black thing, but I think it's more mm -hmm. of an attention thing. Because what ends up happening is um, when, when. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a different, I'm, that's I'm a different show. Because uh, Carlito's way, so the path of least resistance is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> and then she followed it with, do you want to fight for your dinner every night or do you want to serve with no lip? I just want to say Carlito's way is a woman. <laughs> I was wondering about that, who Carlito's way was. <laughs> Carlito's way is a woman. I just want to be clear. But, but, so. but, but, do you, but you get my point about attention. And, oh, and, yeah. I give, and by the way, so so here's the thing. Uh, and I don't want to do all the talking because Brian actually wrote a book about this stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, for a guy has to fill his door. A woman is his peace. Okay, and so, but what, but what does that mean? Does that mean I can't say anything? No, 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 no. Anything different? No, no, or that different? has nothing to do with it. So, what is it? So, so, obviously, for instance, um, there, there are times, there are times when uh, it's best to engage a woman, and there's times when it's best to engage a man. Okay. You know, research is so, and not just uh, the guy who wrote Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, but there are other books that talk about how men need an opportunity to decompress after a hard day's work. Yes. You walk in the door, kiss this. I need this. We need to talk about this. We need to go over that. Like, can I take my coat off first? Okay. Simple. That has nothing to do with, with, with the competency or the education level of a lady. At the same time, that same information says when you try to get a woman to stop doing something that she really wants to do and her mind is going like this, it actually increases her stress level. Trying to get a woman to calm down when she doesn't want to calm down creates more stress. It does. Okay. And I just want to say, Galen, it's the same thing for women. We walk in the door from work. We're required to start cooking dinner. We don't get a time to decompress and take a moment to ourselves. So why should you guys have it? Okay. We don't get Again, it. This Mommy, is where communication comes Mommy into this. play. When's dinner going to be ready? Where's my shirt? I don't have my football cleats. It's all, you just getting through the door too. So why why do you guys think you you are warranted or um supposed to be provided with something that we don't get? I think I mean, Brian, the, so the issue comes into play is communication. Yeah. It, that's what it's really about. It's communication. People uh -huh. people want life to work on automatic. That's one. Okay. Two, they want to walk into the ring of anything, the ring of marriage, the ring of work, the ring of of business owner, whatever, and expect to throw blows and never get hit. And what mm -hmm. I mean by that is simply this when if 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 you if you engage in anything worthwhile it's going to have its ups and downs and you have to learn how to navigate the ups and downs and find out if they match or don't match with your bottom lines communicate people don't communicate what they want they want you to be psychic men mm -hmm. if you get a group of men together almost all guys will tell you i and get that they, part you guys I got, I'm supposed to be a mind reader. I got to figure mm -hmm. out what, when she says no, but it really means yes. When I ask her. But it's the same thing for us with you guys. We'll ask because you. Because nobody is communicating. Like you, Brian. Brian, you always tiptoe around. Tiptoe? What do you mean tiptoe around? Hey. <laughs> tiptoe around? No, I don't. No, I don't. The thing, it, like um, Galen said, it is about communicating. Mm -hmm. I mean, when a woman comes in the house and if the man says, well, you need to cook dinner. I mean, that's not how it's supposed to be. When you're in a relationship, it's shared responsibility. Mm -hmm. It's shared responsibility. I mean, I'll use myself as an example. Again, as I wrote a book about it, when I went through the things I went through with my, with my late wife, I cooked dinner. I washed clothes. I got the kids ready. I helped them with the homework. I ironed my wife's clothes. I cooked special meals for her. I mean, I took her to the doctor. I mean, I did everything for her. And mm -hmm. it's, it's giving of yourself. 
Once again, you're giving yourself. But like if we could multiply you to like one million guys, women <laughs> would love that. But you're you're not the norm. We can't multiply you times you know one million. That's all I'm just yeah, you're not the yeah. norm. And I get and I get it. And the thing, but the you're thing right? is, the way I came to that place is I had to go through some, some hard times. I mean, it wasn't about me. And but the thing was, is, Brian, but that's the whole point. Every man's not like you. So if every man doesn't go into relationship, and you guys know I've gotten knocked for not being being a person who cooks. So every man, they look like as if now I'm like half a woman or three quarters of a woman because, oh, you don't cook? Well, what does that mean? I'm losing points for that? How about the fact that I run two successful companies? How about the fact that I like to do my own landscaping? How about the fact I can rewire a wall or put in my own life for sure? Like, seriously, I'm losing points over some food situation? I can go get some food. But that's, that's not what, what they want. But here's the thing, Christine. That means they're not the guy because that's not what they want. Not that's the true. Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Most of the guys I date actually do cook. Um, but guys, give me one second. You all know what time this is. We've got to take a commercial. And as always, I'm always very happy to say on five F's to love, you guys can actually brand your companies and do marketing here with us. So if you're interested in marketing your company on a five F's to love podcast, be sure to reach out to me and send me a DM i gotta tell you something i could do Okay, guys, welcome back to 5Fs to Love. If you're just joining us for the second half, I don't know if you know who's here tonight. Cedric will be joining us shortly. And by the way, today is Cedric's birthday. So that's the reason why he's joining us a little late today. So we have Reverend Galen McDowell. He's from Chicago. He's one from, he's actually a assistant pastor at one of the largest churches in Chicago. And he's a really, really good friend of mine. And I love his advice. He's been a, a marriage counselor for over 20 years. And then we have Brian Rogers, who is an author. He's an amazing guy, an awesome dad. And he's the guy that, honestly, he dates with a purpose. He's looking for a wife. He's not looking just to date to have a friend. So that's who we have here tonight. So let me welcome back my guests tonight. So Galen and Brian, I'm going to tell you, you know, sometimes our ladies get a little laid back about asking questions and putting things out there. So what Carlitos Way said is roles and responsibilities in any relationship must be mutually agreed upon. If not, there's going to be a discord. And I agree with her 100 um, percent. We have Precious and she says, I am loving this conversation. Let me tell you something. Precious is, is actually on Ladies Talk. And when I tell you, Precious is hilarious on her own, but she's a very, very successful woman. And, she, and we're going to talk about that because a lot of what we're talking about tonight is real for us. Um, and again, you know, you guys talk about women in general who do certain things that have a masculine energy. I kind of feel like you're talking about me. But, we won't get into that. but what I'm going to say to you guys is this is really hard um, because people misunderstand or mistake, you know, your your fire. You know what I mean? For what you want out of life, for your directness, for you being masculine energy or being aggressive. And that's really not my intent. I'm actually pretty laid back. But the thing is, you guys already know there's three things I must have. And I have those conversations up front every time I meet somebody. And I know it turns people off. You know, you guys know I like, can you cook? Instead of them asking me, can I cook? I'm like, can you cook? Then you know what number two is. What's happening, you know, with the activities? Are we going to be able to have activities on a regular? And when I say activities, you know, I hate to be so blunt, but does your penis work on a regular basis? I don't, I need to know, are you on medication? It's a food situation. Y'all know that. Like, I keep it real, right? Because yeah, you I'm going to tell you, I know this woman who was with a guy before this whole surgery thing got really massive and awesome. He had a pump where he had to pump it up, like with a pump. And I was like, I was trying to imagine how do you get in the mood? And he said, babe, give me a minute. Like, how does that work? Like, you, I got to need a minute to pump this up. Or do you go to the bathroom, pump it up, then come? I don't know how that works. But that was a little weird. But what I'm saying to you is for me, once you reach age 50, I need to know that the work. So let me tell you. So Tammy Duke is on. 
And thanks, Tammy, so much for joining us. She said, I think it's what works for them. No defined roles. Is that true? Are you guys about not defining roles? Is that what it's about? I, I think I think I think that in in the perfect world, totally defining your roles is a great thing. I tell mm -hmm. couples all the time: you get to create the marriage you desire in premarital counseling. However, I'll, let me just say this: men are normally judged by what we produce. Okay. Let me give an example. You know, you'll have you'll 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 hear people say that person's not a real man. You rarely hear someone say, that's not a real woman. So when people tell me, um, you know, that person's not a man, I said, what do you mean? He could be a disrespectful man, a criminal man, a, a, a broke man, a rich man, an honorable man, mm -hmm. a spiritual man. Mm -hmm. But an adult male is a man. Okay? Now, well, what type of man he is, is a different conversation. Why do you see that? An adult male is a man. An adult male can also be a boy, a no, man child. No, no, see, that's female talk. No, that's it's, real talk. No, 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 no. A man child. An adult male is a man. An adult woman, a female, is a woman. Who acts like a girl? Who acts like is not, I can act like I'm Spider-Man. I can walk around and put some spandex on and be walking around acting like I'm shooting web shooters at people. That doesn't make me Spider-Man. My point is this. Men are judged by what they produce. Period. Okay. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, so when, when, if, uh, when men are, uh, you can get one of those guys that does all that stuff and says, okay, I want to be a stay-at-home dad. Right. Okay. That's viewed differently. Not just by men. It's also viewed differently by women. Okay. People say that uh, roles don't matter. But if I'm walking down the street with, you know, with my wife, okay, and somebody shows up and looks like it's going to assault us, uh, I can't say, well, this relationship is even and this hasn't been defined. You fight them. Or I can't just run off and leave her there. The the view, not <laughs> just by her, but by everyone will be, you to step up. Right, will be, you're a man. How come you didn't? Defend so you you think but you think that's role regimented or just expectations and roles, by the way roles are determined by the expectation Tammy's laughing at you when you said oh we equal are you gonna fight us yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so what I'm saying is people say people say that roles don't matter until but certain, but certain but why, but why is defending saying, us a role okay hear, hear me just hear what I'm saying though because mm -hmm. what you're saying is that you're saying, do these roles matter? I'm saying that culture presents roles to us and expects us to act act them out. If I'm walking into a building and I and it's a group of five women and I just walk in and open myself up and say, "Look, we're all equal," I'm expected to hold that door. Is that right, Brian? Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me ask you a question. Yeah, so no, no, no. Why do you guys keep saying that's a role instead of basically common courtesy or no, just, no, 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 no? If, why if is it a common, role? I wouldn't common courtesy hold a door for five dudes. But I mean, well, I, I mean, <laughs> and, and so I wouldn't common nah, courtesy. We'll let the door close. <laughs> dude. I want, if, if it's a group of five guys, I'm opening the door. If a guy's right next to me, I'll be like, here you go, dog. And I'm going to walk in, push That's the true. door back so that he can grab it. And then we're going to go in while I'm holding it for one. I'm the, I, I would literally stand at a door and let 30 women go in the door before I walked in. Because that's what's expected. But, what, but, what, but of a why man. do you know that that's a role instead of an expectation? It's a role. It's a common courtesy. Well, I think it's both. It's not courtesy because it's expected. It can't be courtesy if it's why expected. Why can't it not be courtesy? No, it's not. Courtesy. I, I mean, I've opened up the door for men and women. Uh, okay, it's not. A, it's not courtesy. Courtesy is if I do it, great. If I don't do right. it, great. It's not courtesy if I don't do it. You see that guy didn't open the door for those women. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, Christine, is there are times when people say, oh, let's just define these roles for ourselves. And then we impose expectation that's separate and apart from that conversation onto okay. men or onto women. That's all I'm saying. Oh, so you're that's basically true. you're saying the same way men impose can women cook and they make that like a top priority. Just to let you know, 
even men who make money, I've heard that conversation directed towards me. Like you can't make anything, nothing. Dude, you make this much money, we can get a cook to do all the magic you want. Why, why, why do you make why do you make it seem like I'm now moved down to number two because I can't make pancakes in the morning? We can have Lola at the house to make the pancakes. I'm not understanding this. Well, so that's well, what I'm saying. You know, that's a um that's a um what's that from the pet? How do you say a, a man so a way to a man's heart through his stomach? That's one of them old. I old know, sayings. but you guys are still milking that cow. No, I don't milk that cow. I mean, there are men, yeah, who, who yeah, they can't cook. Expecting a woman to cook, but that's you that's that's old from the way back in the day. Oh, she can't cook and she can't be. And, they, and you guys are still carrying that stuff. Tammy says having un, unexpressed expectations can be an issue. They can. They can. Whatever. She said you have to talk about them. And I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of men still carry that old myth that if you can't cook, it's an issue. And they, and honestly, they, they bundle that up with that whole submissive thing. They bundle it. And I, and that kind of irritates me. So what I want to do is with you guys, I want to share, I'm trying to figure out how to share this with you because, um, wait a minute, I'm trying to make it larger. Okay, there we go. And then I'm gonna have to pull my volume up. Okay. Give me one second, because this is what I just. And, I, and women, by the way, I'm going to do a disclaimer right now that um, I don't want anybody to be angry or upset about what you're about to see or hear in this moment. Okay. All right. So let me go back. Give me one second. I'm going to stop sharing because I want to make sure you guys can hear what it is that I'm about to share with you. All right. Give me one second. So this is the conversation I was telling you guys uh, related to Kevin Samuels. Very smart, like very high IQ. Um, And I just want to say this. So here's the reality. I'm going to say some uncomfortable things that might piss some people off, but I'm going to say it. It is what it is. Successful black men, a lot of the time, do not deal with black women. That's just the reality. You look at athletes, you look at celebrities, it's culture. The first thing they, a lot of black men do when they make money is they go and they run and get a white girl a Latina, an Asian, whatever it is, right? This is an uncomfortable truth that a lot of African-American women dislike, okay? Now, what Kevin is doing, contrary to what these, what uh, a lot of African-American women think, is he's trying to bring black men and black women together. So he's going right into the hornet's nest and, and, and telling the black women, this is why you're losing these black men to these, to these other races of women. Because here's the reality, and there's empirical data to prove this. Black women have the lowest approval rate of all the other um, races of women. I'm gonna say that again. Black women have the lowest approval rate of all the other races on dating apps because they've done it on OKCupid and a couple other dating apps where they looked and said that they saw that black women have the lowest response rates. Now I know people are saying, well, why is that relevant? I'll tell you why it's relevant because on online dating apps, people are brutally honest with yes. what they actually like. Yes. That's why the data is so good. So. Black women have the lowest approval ratings. And on top of that, black women, by far, when you look at the numbers, prefer African-American men. Why is this a problem? Well, it goes simple as this. Black men are like the universal blood donor. They'll deal with other demographics of women if they can. Women are blood type A. They can only deal with African-American men typically. That's what they prefer. But the men that they want can date a whole plethora of women versus their, what they're looking for is a very segmented portion of the of the community. Now, let's add some buffers onto that that make it worse. Educated black women, far less likely to get into a relationship than an educated Caucasian woman, okay? Kevin talks about this on his show with, with data, and the women don't like to hear it, right? Okay, so I'm just gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna let you guys talk first, because you already know when I come in, I'm gonna come in strong on that. So I'm going to get your feedback first because I'm feeling a little, but, you know, of course I got to, you know, uh, share with you uh, what my followers right now, everyone's viewing. Uh, Roz, thank you so much for joining. Roz said, ha. Okay. And I'm going to tell you that's a mouthful coming from Roz right now because she probably wants to say a whole bunch more than that. And Tammy says, black women are the most unprotected race of women. And, and, and I'm coming from that angle as well, because uh, it's, it's, is serious. It really is serious. So that comment from Kevin Samuels um, that I just shared with you guys came from a clip that um, Cedric shared. And um, I just want to say that was just an unreal expectation. Hey, Cedric, happy birthday to you. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate. It. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you. We will. Okay, let wonderful. What's up, brothers? Hey. So, just to let you guys know, I said Cedric will be joining us late because it is his birthday and he's out celebrating. So thank you so much for joining us. So, um, Cedric, I just played part of the clip from Kevin Samuels, and so Brian and, and Galen were about to respond to that. So, well, I, well, I want to first of all say that wasn't Kevin Samuels. He was no, that wasn't Kevin Samuels. Yeah, he was talking about it. I mean, for those who, who who might not know who he is. Oh, and just to let you know, he's best friends with Kevin Samuels. That's yeah, the guy who um, has his Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that guy. I actually actually just saw a clip of that same guy mm -hmm. getting clowned by a female guest, which was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, that being said, mm -hmm. um, there's I think there's data that you can use without um, creating blame. So so. What some people do is they take data and then they make a hypothesis based upon the data that creates blame and makes somebody wrong and saying instead of saying, OK, uh, what can we do to be able to, to to bridge the gap? Some people use data destructively. And some so people use data what are you saying, Galen, as it relates to what Kevin said, though, regardless of the data, what do you think about what he's communicating? Because he has now one point nine thousand people. Watching this buffoonery. Well, what I would what I would say is this: um, in life, sometimes you need uh, someone who's going to stir the pot. That's Kevin's job. Okay, Kevin's stirring the pot, but it's all very negative towards. No, 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 no. <laughs> see, see, but see, here's the thing: I'm not saying. Um, let me let me put it this way: mm -hmm. um, in the 1960s late 50s and 1960s you you have both M malcolm x and you have martin luther king right. mm -hmm. okay you you know you're not hearing it when it's coming right more uh love expressed through the vehicle of a martin luther king yep now when it came raw um understood from malcolm x now it was you know you know you're you're, you're a racist you're this mm -hmm. you're that and all he was just trying to say is okay you don't want to deal with us when we love right. when we say love. You don't want to deal with us when we say march. You don't want to deal with us when but we how is that change the law. So I'm standards. giving context. Okay. The context is this: there have been people who've been saying that um, the male-female dynamic on both ends in mm -hmm. a black community needs healing. Right. That there are some levels of functioning delusion out of our folks when it comes to relationships. Right. Kevin Samuels initially, his first three or four years of his career doing this, he only talked to men. Yep. All right. Right. And nobody had a problem with him destroying guys on the internet. <laughs> now it's flipped. And now he's giving women his attention. Exactly. Because his followers have increased. So what your point is is that Kevin is basically doing this to make noise, or does he truly mean it? Um, I so would say Kevin is Kevin is doing it. To make money. Okay. All right. So you're saying you're making money. So Cedric, what's your thoughts? Let me. Okay. So let me ask a question because, um, of course, I'm, 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 I'm like chiming in late. But is the is the subject still protection versus submission or no? No, we we that was our first half. We're on the Kevin Samuels video that you sent me. We've watched that just a few minutes ago. Okay. Okay. So you're on Kevin Samuels. Okay. Um. I don't know him personally, but I would agree with the brother. He's 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 about making money because because he sounds arrogantly stupid to me. I mean, you know, he makes some valid points. He calls sisters out on uh, on things he should call them out on. Mm -hmm. But um, it's 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 the shock tactic um, mm -hmm. that I think that you know boosts his ratings or whatever, which I think is totally like unnecessary. But I had this to say, if you don't mind me reverting for a moment, is that okay? No, go ahead. Okay, um, on this thing about protection versus um, versus submission, I want to just say to to the sisters who have a problem with the word submission, and I let the uh, the uh, experts on the spiritual basis speak that point. But my point is, number one, you don't follow no fool, and you can tell a man's God by his habits. A man or person's habits becomes their God. So if a man's God is gambling. His God is hanging out. His God is sex. His God is uh, is like uh, uh, drinking. You don't you don't submit to that. You don't submit to that spirit. 
So once again, if the man is being led divine, you know, um, divinely, then that's what you submit. You submit to the God in that man. And women can't get mad at that man for, for submitting to a fool. That's on you. So that's if that man is like lit, excuse you me. You sound so sweet tonight. Even even Ross is being sweet. <laughs> happy birthday, Cedric. I mean, you're giving <laughs> the alcohol in you tonight. Like you're being so sweet. I don't even know. No, 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 no. Cook said, "Happy birthday, Cedric. Looking good, player." Thank you, lovelies. Love all y'all. Love y'all. <laughs> like you come in and you got your little cheerleaders. I don't even know what to say, so you just jumped on like that. Um, no, no, but but but, 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 but uh, I just want to share with you what, what Tammy said. This is what Tammy is saying. She says, I agree, but black relationships need healing. But at the same time, Tammy is also saying about him, but you know, Samuels, and she's saying Kevin Sam is hurting people in the process. He's hurting black women. Yes, I mean, he yes, yes. Real ugly stuff about us. And I mean, yes. I'm about to get to that because we don't have much time left. Yes, so, Brian, what's yes. your thought? What's your I thought, Brian? Brothers, he, the, the bottom line for this guy is to make money. And what, what, yes. what, 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 what makes money? <laughs> Dirt, lies, yes. deception. Those things make money. So, the more people he can piss off, which he's going to do, the women, the mm -hmm. black women, I mean, he's going to draw them all in. And they'd watch, his raves are going up, his paycheck is getting fatter. So it's just the bottom line. He know what he's doing. So he's, 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 he's capitalizing. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So I agree. And I, I definitely, he's definitely capitalizing. Ross said typically the non-black women that wealthy black men end up with are not the cream of the crop because they, um, because if they were, they wouldn't give a black man the time of day. What do you guys think? Can we all just get along? <laughs> What I would say what, what I would say in response to that answer is this though. <sighs> Nobody gets to define for you what your cream of the crop is. See, one of the That's challenges right. that come into play is people still don't want to admit that people have choice. Yes. I don't have to like yes. you because you think you are you you check all the boxes. I agree, Galen. Everybody does have a choice, but I just want to be clear in what Kevin says. And by the way, I watched, I started watching Kevin's podcast like a year ago because I just wanted to see what he was about even way before I thought about even doing a podcast. And I'm going to tell you this. As a woman, I thought a lot of what he was saying was true based on the conversation, but it was the way he was saying it. But now he's gotten really cheap with it. And now he's consistently downgrading the black woman in every conversation as if we're less than. And I mean, yeah. he's gotten down to the point where he'll take a successful black woman. He'll say to you, you can have money, but you can't be fat. You still got to have money. But as a man, I can be fat and have money. And that's just the way society is. And then he'll point to a black woman and he'll say a lot more in a negative sense about us, not only being overweight and having money, but it's some other things that he points out. So what I'm saying to you is at some point, all black women are saying is that can somebody just stand up for us and say that we are, why do we go to the Latinos? Why do we go to white women? Why do we go to Chinese women, the Filipinos? We got men shipping women into the United States. That's what we don't Again, get. Chris, but Chris, what, what have I always told you? With men, men what? We follow the path, path of, of resistance. resistance. Carlitos Way reminded that us tonight. Period. All those diplomas, all those titles, all that money does not matter to us. Am I, stressed when I, am I stressed when I come home? Am I stressed when I come home? Or am I released when I come home? Okay, you know what? I get that part. But what I'm saying to you is, what about if I'm dressed, if I'm stressed when I get home, what are you doing to make me happy? Damn it, I, I got you. I got you. All and of I us got you. I want a glass of wine and a foot rub. And it's All of us got you. What part, what part is right in that? And so the other thing is, you know, Roz, I love Roz. She said insecure men do that. They want to be. Yes, really that's true. That's right. That's true, Roz. Right. That's okay. true, Roz. That's really right. 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 So I'm going to tell you guys, this. I knew this conversation was going to go beyond that. And because we only have six minutes left, I just want to be clear in what I'm saying to you all. I do want Kevin Samuels. I do want to talk to him. I do want him to come to Relationship Summit. I don't want anybody to be mad with me. 
because my people are reaching out to him. And I, I don't care for him personally. I don't care for him personally. I know. I don't. I don't care for him personally. Relationship summit because women listen to him and people listen to him. And I just want to say to him personally, I'm one of them women who you talk about all the time. I'm not an angry black woman. I'm not jumping over the gate and acting a fool and all that kind of stuff. He paints us as like angry black women constantly. Raj, she says, start cooking and they can't fault you for nothing, for not, not trying. You know what, Raj? I, you know what? I'm going to tell you. Raj, like, Raj cook. I'm not going to fool with you. Raj, cook. So Raj, you know, she got, Raj, you got that up on me. Cedric said he's going to give me cooking lessons, Raj. Okay. See what happens, Cedric, when you join late. Now Roz is on me. That's my girl. I don't it's even understand that. Tammy <laughs> said, she said, Chris, start cooking. Tammy said, I don't care for him either. She said, I don't care for me either, Cedric. That's what Tammy says. She's she's over it. But right. I'm exactly. I think the thing with Kevin Samuels, and again, I'm not defending him because I think what he he's doing ultimately is to get paid. And if people mm -hmm. can't get that out of their heads, then they don't see this in its proper context. One, Women are calling into his show to be abused. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. so nobody, he's not breaking into women's homes and <laughs> and disrespecting them. They're calling in to be raided. And to be Denise raided. agree with you. Denise says sisters are giving Kevin this Kevin got too much power. He's expressing <laughs> an opinion. Exactly. And that's it. Stop listening to him. You know what, Denise? You're right. That's what they yeah. need to stop doing. They need to stop listening. Tammy said, don't give him any energy. He's a joke. And I'm going to tell you, I think Morton, I already know that he's a joke with some of the stuff he says. And I think he's extremely insensitive. And from my understanding, he's not even married to a black woman. I'm just, well, oh, or I would just, I would just say, Chris, if you ever meet him personally, in person, do not have me with you, cause I, cause I heard him. <laughs> I don't like it. You know what? I don't I, like it. Okay, Cedric, when you come to the relationship summit, I want you to be nice, honey. Uh, Tammy said this. Um, this woman is looking for validation. Yeah, I think it's these women. These women. And, yeah. And that's yeah. the problem because when these women call in, I'm like, who? Why would you want someone to speak to you and tell you that you're not good enough to be you in your space, and you're not good enough to get somebody because you have two kids? I mean, I'm going to keep it real with you. If a man wants you, he doesn't care if you got one kid or five kids. If he wants you, he wants you. It's just that simple. That means he's accepting you and everything that comes with you, right? Yeah. And that's sometimes. No, let me see that. That's sometimes. No, I said if he really wants you, he does. Okay, if he, if he, if he wants you bad enough, yes. However, right. and I think you always got to put a caveat into this. Mm -hmm. What men, all men know is this. Um. Uh, the majority of stepfathers in that context you, you want the responsibility of take care of my child but you never view this as our child and oh, that's yeah. one of the conversations that sometimes um uh women aren't honest about i've had this conversation with many couples that i've mr Gayla, uh, don't, don't give out our next show that's what it's about don't give it out don't give it okay out. okay i want to say because this don't is give a, it out that issue right there that's a real issue like, sure okay, you can't say nothing to my child. I mean, but you can't, you can't. Okay, Gail, but you can't talk about it because the next show is called Are You Gonna Love My Baby? It's called Are You Gonna Love My Baby? Don't do that. Okay, because oh, we're talking about men who marry women. Because right now we're in a day and age, and I want to be clear. I'm going to share some data with you guys. We have the highest rate of divorce right now. And a lot of people are now marrying people who have children by someone else. And that's the reason why our next um, show with you guys is Will You Love My Baby? And that's what it's about. It's about men marrying women and our, how much do they really love them. And I can only tell you because I was a product of that. My stepfather loved me like I was his own, but everybody's not like him. You get what I'm saying? And I get that part. But I don't want to steal my own next show, right? We can't steal the next show. But I'm going to say this to you guys. I knew this conversation would be bigger than this um, than what it was because women, this is our big thing about being submissive. Um, Roz said the women that go on Kevin Samuels, low self-esteem. She's right. Just straight up. You know, right. um, I think some of those women want to be seen, and, and exactly, we, and we, we, we can't forget that we're in a reality show world. You go on Kevin Sam, you you go viral, you can exactly. make your own money, you can have a, your own career out of ratchetness, right? Out of ratchetness, you know, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't fall victim to the belief right. that all women who engage with people like Kevin are victims. 
Mm-hmm. That 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 conversation is not a conversation I'm willing to have. Some people are very eyes wide open and they have other agendas of why they do it. Agreed. 100%. Althea, thank you so much for watching. She agreed with the same thing is that women have low self-esteem. Tammy said these women are looking for validation and attention. And to your yeah. point, because we're in that age of social media and you could perhaps get your own show, if you show up on his show and you are seen this way or appear this way, people are willing to do what they have to do to get that what? five minutes of fame that's what they're looking for five minutes of fame so because in today's world you can leverage that into money exactly and you yeah, can you leverage sure can. It into money and and that's like a, a huge business so i want to say to you guys i knew this was going to be a bigger conversation cedric i'm so happy that you're celebrating your birthday and i'm sorry i had to work because no you know- no 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 look here i miss you guys it's been like a couple of weeks or whatever i just wanted to chime in I'm about to go have a bottle that my, that my friends got for me. So I appreciate you guys. But just to our audience, just being men and women, when you go into a situation, a conversation, lead with, with your spirit of who you are, not what you do, not what I you have. That. Just let who you are as a spirit speak volumes more than what you got. And based on that, folks will just adjust their hand accordingly. That's all. Oh my gosh, Cedric, that wine has really mellowed you out tonight. It sure has. He oh my gosh. Like <laughs> Tammy, Tammy said great conversation. Thank you, Tammy, for joining us. Cedric, I don't know what wine. Honey, when you get back to the table, write that down so I can get you a couple bottles. Yeah, whatever, 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 whatever. Hey, but I love y'all. Have a great rest of the show, and we'll chime in on the next time, okay? Okay, well, wait a minute. Althea said, this was awesome. Happy birthday, Cedric. Cedric, I don't know. I feel I feel like you're the star of the show. Maybe I should change you to the I'm not the star of the show. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just part of the cosmos. That's all. You're part of the cosmos? Well, Cedric, enjoy it, honey. I'll talk to you later. God bless. All right, peace, y'all. All right, see ya. So I'm going to say this. You know, guys, I knew this would be a bigger conversation, and I know this is probably something we're going to have to bring up again. Um, but women are deeply, deeply concerned, especially African-American women, um, about our place and where we fit right now. And, and one thing that I will say to you, and that's one of the things that, you know, when I talk amongst my girlfriends, we do tend, and that'll be our first conversation on Real Talk with Ladies. Why do we tend to choose our Black men and not to go outside of our own race when Black men would do it like that in a snap of a second? And I heard them say to me, Christine, vagina's vagina to us. There's no difference in it. Whereas to us, we we seem to pay homage to our black men first before we go to any other race. So, and that's our first conversation on Real Talk with Ladies, which is next Friday. We are launching Real Talk with Ladies, and I can't wait till you guys see our lineup because we got some ladies on that podcast, and they're gonna rock it out. And I'm so excited to have them on board with the brand. It's going to be a new conversation. And I'm telling you guys, you guys got competition now. You better tighten up the ship over here. These ladies are going to run you out. She said, look, look, Ross, Ross said, if black women are starting to do that, she said, I'll be over. <laughs> I love Ross. And I want to say thank you so much, guys, for joining the conversation. See you. Thank you, Tammy, for joining us. See you, honey. I miss you, too. And I'm going to tell you guys, it's going to be rock star. And you already know. Uh, Roz will be one of the ladies on uh, Real Talk. We have Precious. We have Hate. We have uh, Latanya, who is Dr. Spinelli. And then we have one extra person I don't want to tell you about, but it's Chaya. And when I tell you those girls are bringing it, those ladies are going to knock you out the box. So get ready, guys. You got competition now. We got Real Talk with ladies. And we will be talking about y'all. So you might want to tune in and take notes. So I'm going to say thank you so much. You guys, I thank you for your honesty. This is a great conversation, and I look forward to seeing you guys next month. All right. So for our viewers, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us here tonight on 5Fs to Love podcast. And join us next week where we're going to have our ladies on and Chaya is joining us. Hey, Chaya. Hey, Roz. So I'm really excited about everyone who's joining the um, 5Fs to Love Real Talk with Ladies. We're going to have real conversations, and we want you to come back next Friday and join us for a conversation about men and life in general and where we are. And again, thanks again for taking the time for stepping in and watching us here at 5 F's to Love. My name is Christine Burkett. 
the inventor of the five F's to love. This is a compatibility app. It's an app that gives you an opportunity to rate words to start with the letter F in chronological order of importance to you, to help you find your one true love, your soulmate, and the person you're gonna spend the rest of your life with. So after you've taken the time to rate your Fs in chronological order, you send a link to the person, I don't know, you just met, or the person you've been dating for quite some time, or maybe it's the person you've been married to for 30 to 40 to 50 years. And then you compare your top five Fs to find out what things you have in common and things that you may perhaps need to work on. This is taking a simplistic perspective on how to find your one true love, your soulmate, the person you're gonna spend the rest of your life with. And thank you 